Hello and welcome to Go Chatter. My name's Caleb and today I'm joined by Glenn Scrivener. Hi, Glenn. Hey, Caleb. How are you doing? Not too bad, thanks. So just to start with, do you want to tell people a bit about yourself? What do you do? Who are you then? Who am I? I am a, a church minister whose day job is really directing the charity uh, Speak Life. And we are an evangelistic ministry that uh, seeks to equip Christians to share their faith. Uh, so our strapline is love Jesus, share Jesus, because we think that from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And a lot of what we do is really um, trying to produce content that people like and then share, because that's how social media works. It also is how Christ's mission works, that from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, that what you like, you share. And so we, we try to really um, forge evangelists and evangelistic resources that can bless the church and reach the world. So you're obviously not from England. You can hear it in the accent. So what's your story? How do you end up here then? With Because you're Australian, aren't you? I am, but uh, yeah, it depends. Like different people, I can be talking to two different people and one of them thinks like I'm from America and the other one thinks I'm from England and nobody guesses that I'm from Australia, but uh, the accent has gone in and out over the years. I first came to the UK when I was 14. My dad got a job in Wales and we lived there for uh, four years and, and then I did uni in the UK, went back to Australia, then came back here and then went back to Australia and then came back here. But uh, on and off, I've uh, been in the UK for more than half my life, yeah. Nice. So who's got the better food then, England, England or Australia? Well, Australia benefits from kind of being in sort of Southeast Asia and um, just the, the best Southeast Asian cuisine you can imagine. <laughs> Whereas, you know, fish and chips are nice, but I think I would probably rather dine out in Sydney, I think. But that's, that's probably just lost me listeners right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't really blame you. Uh, so coming back then to Speak Life, your story, you're doing uh, a lot of media stuff. You're obviously a Christian. Uh, the vast, vast majority of what you do is Christian stuff. So how did you come to faith then? What's the story there? Well, I uh, grew up in the church and I have a praying mother and um, do not underestimate either of those things. Uh, but really, I guess it kind of came home to me uh, in my very early 20s, reading through the Gospels and uh, meeting Jesus in a really profound and personal way. And uh, yeah, like I've been saying, what, uh, what you love, you share. And I just started wanting to uh, tell everybody else about Jesus Christ from, from, from that time onwards, really, from, from about the age of 21. I, I, I don't know whether that was my conversion, but it was certainly my conversion to being an evangelist. And, uh, and I've been shooting my mouth off ever since. Wow. So many people would know you for your podcast or for your evangelistic stuff, but probably the thing that most people know you for would be spoken words. So what you've done a lot of them. What, what I, what is a spoken word artist? What do you do when you're writing spoken words then? I prefer thinking of it as poetry, just in that I think when, when you detach um, 
what you're doing from the poetic and just call it spoken word you can kind of absolve yourself of the need for any craft for the need for um you know and and at that point you know at its worst at its most caricatured spoken word is just talking loudly and karate chopping the air uh, which I'm, I'm not into so I've, I've always kind of been a poet like even when i first came to the uk I, like i within my first week i was writing a poem about accents as, as we've spoken about it was called yogurt vitamins and scones <laughs> Um, yogurt, vitamin scones, yogurt, vitamin scones, the ways of saying these words are obeying rules of expanding your cultural standing. You're making a case for social debate by cruelly denouncing the ways of pronouncing yogurt, vitamins, scones. And, uh, and I've just been kind of writing poems since then. And back in 2011, it was the 400th anniversary of the King James Bible. And I was trying to think, well, how do you make people aware of the vast impact that the Bible has had on culture? One aspect of that is language and so why don't i write a three-minute poem using a hundred phrases from the king james bible that have passed into common parlance and so you know god forbid the powers that be forgetting the beginning of the kjv it's put words in our mouth for 400 years and and on the poem goes and and we did a video of that back in 2011 and um this was back in the days of blogs and and a, a couple of prominent blog you know there, there are still people blogging but it, it was a massive thing back in 2011 and a couple of big ones picked that up and and then the video just kind of blew up and was like oh that's interesting and and then i did the anti santi ranty the next year and then i did the um the, halloween poem the next year and these videos just kept kept on doing well and to begin with i thought of poetry as a kind of a cheat as a way to kind of hack people's brains because I was tricking them with the rhythm and the rhyme and I, I think 10 years ago I had quite a cynical because because you know as a preacher I say stuff and people yawn and then I make it rhyme and they go wow <laughs> and I think I was quite cynical about that to begin with as, as though it was just a trick but I think in the last 10 years I've, I've really seen that um, it's such a scriptural thing. I mean, poetry is just massive. You know, like 80% of the book of Isaiah is poetry. And, and you, you know, like the entire book of Psalms. And, you know, you, you, can't, you can't go three pages in the Bible, um, in, certainly in the Old Testament, without encountering poetry. And you, and, you th and you think, well, how did the prophet Isaiah kind of give hope to God's people and and like stand in the face of the idolatry and, and the fear of the Babylonians and all the rest of it. And the answer is poetry. And that, that's, that's amazing. And, and so poetry is not kind of hacking the brain and playing tricks on people. It is written deeply into our humanity. It's written deeply into the scriptures. And really what, what spoken word is, what poetry is, is they are words glorified in, in the same way that you can have common rocks and stones but then you have gems that are kind of glorified stones in the same way you can have common words that are really invested with more significance and and paid more attention to and refined and compacted and they are they are words glorified and when used by the spirit i think they can penetrate to people's hearts and minds in, in a way that goes far far deeper so that that sort of you know my, my theology caught up with my practice you know i'd always i'd always written poetry but then i started to see that um 
God has always written poetry <laughs> and maybe we need to get on board. And so that's, that's part of what I do. Yeah. So you've, you've written stuff previously. You spent a lot more time in the, over the last kind of few years producing and now directing a lot more stuff as well with stuff you've been doing through Speak Life. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Speak Life? You got involved in 2010, 2014, became director. How, how, how's that impacted what you've done then? It's an amazing privilege to be able to be freed up to um, speak around the place and lead missions, whether to universities or churches. Um, uh, so speaking is a, a massive part of what I've been doing. Um, producing media has been a massive part of what I've been doing, but also a third part of what I've been doing is, is really wanting to train up others to do the same. And so um, that's, you know, the beauty of having uh, an organization. You know, I, I am a minister in the Church of England. I could have gone on and, and, you know, taken a church of my own and been a grown up like that. Instead, I've been able to um, have this aspect to to the ministry that involves you know fun stuff like making videos but also really important stuff like pouring into the next generation and and raising up more people but that 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 roughly is kind of how i divide my time and how speak life divides its time in, in terms of um mission proclamation preaching evangelism um in person going around and 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 resourcing the church in that way um producing resources for the online world um, and proclaiming Christ there, and then raising up others to do the same. So just playing off that comment, that last comment you just made about raising up others then. So particularly over the last, what, two, three years, you've spent a lot more time uh, doing something called the Speak Life Foundry, mm -hmm. um, which is spending a lot more time training other people up. You know, you've gone from just writing a lot of the stuff to actually now spending time directing other people doing a lot of this stuff. So have you found that? Oh, it's been great. I mean, for the last like six years, we've invited people to come and study with us and go on mission with us and produce resources together with us. And we kind of codified that and, and, and made that into the foundry in the last couple of years. Um, and then just this coming year, as of September uh, 2021, we are um, embarking on the Foundry Unlocked in which um, you don't have to come to Eastbourne to train with us. You don't have to do the residential internship, um, but you can just join us for sort of four intensive weeks uh, scattered throughout the, the year. Um, and you can tune in to us online as we do our lectures on a, on a Friday afternoon. And, and so we just really wanted to throw open the doors more and more to people who, who think to themselves, I have a heart for evangelism. Um, God has also made me creative. And how do I put those two things together? Um, because I, I, I do think that, again, I've, I've, I've said so much of the scriptures are written poetically. So much of the scriptures are stories that are told. All of the scriptures really are geared at capturing hearts and capturing imaginations for Christ. So how do we put together that creative side um, that God has, has wired us with, with that deep desire to, to share Jesus? And, and we've just had many, many people come down to Eastbourne um, to spend some time with us, to catch the vision, to learn the craft. 
and uh, and to send them out hopefully as as creative missionaries whether in person or online and uh, yeah we, we see that as a massive part of, of what we do so if, if people are interested they can go to speaklifefoundry.com and, and figure out how they might be able to join us whether residentially or online and there should be links for that wherever you know i can point all over the screen but it'll be somewhere so um feel free to go click on that if you're wondering about that um so just to finish i've got kind of a few slightly more quick fire style questions okay um so the first one would be what's the favorite video you've made so far of all of the ones you've done probably uh it's hard to, like do i have a favorite child um no <laughs> yeah uh it probably would be he came down which was a christmas video we did about five years ago um uh, where everyone in the nativity uh had down syndrome the angels the doggies the kings and jesus um and there is not a dry eye in the house but if you if you can get through that that whole heartwarming video without being a blubbering wreck then you must be some kind of concrete vulcan um you have you have no heart <laughs> so yeah that that's got a special place in my heart he came down yeah to be fair i watched that one a little while ago and um I can agree with you on that one. I don't think you'd have a dry after watching it. Flip it round then. Dream video you'd want to work on. Uh, I, I I do have in the back of my head a uh, a feature film idea, um, uh, a comedy. I don't want to say too much, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I like people might know that that we did a, a four part um, Christmas. Um, video called meet the nativity and there were all sorts of trials and tribulations in making that video what i want to do is do a comedy <laughs> about an earnest young filmmaker who just wants to make a christmas film and everything that goes wrong about it um so yeah yeah that that feature film I i'd love to do that nice and so finally then so we've talked about kind of past we've talked about possible distant future let's talk about what's actually coming up then so what have you got in the works you've you've had the podcast that's been running for mm. quite a while now yeah. um which obviously has been a lot of your output so what have you got coming up then so we've got these yeah these weekly videos um that, that we do that um end up as podcasts i think we've got 360 plus um podcasts um so wherever you get your podcatcher of choice look for the speak life podcast um our live broadcast on youtube we're, we're wanting to move that to a monday night um, usually it's been a monday lunchtime, but we just feel it will be a, a quite di a different feel uh, we've got Nate Morgan Locke joining us, uh, who's incredibly funny. He um, has worked for Christianity Explored in the past, one of the presenters of Life Explored. He was the presenter of Soul, which is the Christianity Explored youth uh, program. So um, he's brilliant. He's funny. Uh, there's myself and uh, Paul Feezy, also um, very funny. We, we want it to be a more entertaining kind of Christian podcast, bringing the podcast out of the library and putting it into the living room. Um, and having more of a, I don't know, last leg kind of a feel, having more of a Saturday Night Live kind of a feel. So yeah, look out for that in, in September. Um, we've also got always our um, short films. We're always thinking about Christmas. We're always thinking about Easter. We're going to think about uh, harvest. We're going to think about Father's Day for next year. Got some great ideas uh, for that coming up. Uh, we're also doing a documentary 
called, uh, well, it's probably going to be called Easter Uprising. And uh, that will go together with the book that I'm working on for the Good Book Company, uh, which is just kind of having a look at how um, Jesus Christ really is the central figure of human history. We are all living within the Jesus Revolution. So we're going to go to Rome, have a look at the Colosseum, look at how brutal the Roman world was. And and then across the road, oh my goodness, you know, this this, this quite massive church with a cross on the top. What happened? Let us tell you the story of uh, how Jesus really is the revolutionary who, who built your world. So um, yeah, watch out for Easter Uprising coming up too. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to have a brief conversation. I'd really encourage anyone listening, if you want to find out more, go to that Speak Life website. You can also see a lot of the spoken words on gochattervideos.com. So feel free to look there. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next one.